Hello, and thank you for listening to the Cairo Environment. I don't know why it's funny, but it just is. It was to me, and now it is to you. We're laughing. We're having a good time. At least I am. That's all that matters. Okay, thanks for listening. Ha ha. Here's the thing. I had, this is a rare time when I know that I'm going to name this podcast. I'm gonna, I, knew, I knew the name was going to be The Magic Room. Now let's talk about what The Magic Room is. Okay, for those of you who don't know me, I've got my got my bachelor's degree in psychology. By the way, technically it's bachelor, not bachelors. We all say bachelors. Anyway, got my bachelor degree, bachelor's degree in psychology with the minor in sociology. It's a BS of science. Doesn't mean I'm a therapist or anything close to it. But I say that because I don't want to you know put on any put on any airs that I'm you know, what's the word? I don't, I just want to, I'm keeping it real. So one of the things I heard about, this is all I heard, was in therapy, one of the tools they will use for child psychiatrists is they will take a kid in a, and they'll put him in a room and they'll lock the doors and that's it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know why that's, uh, that was funny to me too. But no, they'll take this kid and they'll... I don't know what what's in the room exactly. Toys, books, all of the above. Um, I, I always picture like a little library with different toys and maybe computer games and books and different things to explore. And they'll tell the, the child, you know. I picture the kid's like seven or eight or whatever. And um, maybe he's got some behavior problems. And they'll tell him... This room is a magic room. Why is it magic? Because in this room, you can't get in trouble. And I'm assuming that, again, not a therapist. I'm, I'm assuming, though, that they do that to see what the kid's going to do. If the kid thinks, well, I, I, this adult told me I have zero consequences no matter what I do in this room. And then I'm assuming if the kid just starts beating the hell out of the therapist or goes around breaking things, and isn't that nice that I just immediately think the kid's just going to go nuts? Maybe I need a magic room. (laughs) Um, But I think the idea of being free from consequence, right? is very intriguing and I really like that different way of thinking and another thinking tactic that hit me was and ask yourself this if you woke up tomorrow and I don't know if the, if I'm doing this right this is a paraphrase if you woke up tomorrow and all of your problems were solved How would you know? And that, I like that because that makes you think like, you know, first thing I think is like, oh, okay. Um, You know, or maybe the better way to say it is if if you woke up tomorrow and all your goals were reached, how would you know that? So you think to yourself, first thing I think is I'd wake up and I'd be, you know, I'd have the body of like, who's the guy who plays swords? Chris Helmsworth. (laughs) Thor, not Thor's. It's just one Thor. 
you know, I'd wake up and I'd have his body and then I'd look at my bank account and I have a million dollars. Okay. Um, but so that's like easy external stuff, but what else would you wake up and go, your problems have been solved or your goals have been reached. How would you know? Um, I like that way of looking at it. Cause it, like I said, it makes you think outside the box. So with, let's look at your life and let's look at our lives together with the magic room idea of saying there's no consequences. You can do whatever you want. I look at it like now that Cameron's, you know, my son's graduated and I'm able to um, just move out of Michigan. Hopefully he would come with me, but whatever. Everyone knows that this has been my plan because I'm sick of the cold and um, it's going to be hard being away from my boy because we're close, but um, at least I'm close to him. <laughs> he's not that close to me. I'm just kidding. We he, we love each other. We get along, but he's 18. He doesn't want to be hanging out with dad. Um, but yeah, so I think to myself, oh, I should have queued up some Bob Seger. There's a line when he's like, I think it's roll me away. It's like, I could go east. I could go west. It was all up for me to decide. And I'm like, oh my God, that freedom. And you think about it with your life. Like you, sometimes, as logical as we are, we need to be reminded that we get one shot around this thing called life. And I always have to remind myself, like, okay, like the magic room, I have to ask myself, well, dude, are you, what are you willing to do? What You can do whatever you want with your life. What is it? Like, if you had no restrictions, what would you do? What do you want to do? What What is it? And with this whole move, it really makes me focus because why was it LA? Because I, again, the weather. I also wanted to hang out with comedians and I still want to hang out with comedians because I think... Uh, the older I get, the more I realize that I don't do normal like other people do normal. Like, I just DJed a wedding, and I'm much more comfortable being behind the the console controlling stuff than I am being at the, being one of the people out there just enjoying the music. Now, for if this is your first time listening. I don't, I'm not a DJ. I'm a drummer and my band plays live all the time. And that's the only time I really go to watch, or the only time I, I don't go to watch live music that often because mostly I'm playing on the weekends. But it's also, I get, if I could just sit and watch a band incognito where nobody knows I'm there and I could like just kind of creep on them and look at not only how they play, but I'm more interested and what they're doing when the song is over. What are they doing between songs? That's where I'm really paying attention. Like, is there dead air? Are there are there jokes? Is there tuning? What's going on? So, I think that's why I want to hang out with comedians so badly is because they, they have trouble doing normal, too. And I don't know. It's like... I'm funny. (laughs) 
But you have to have the same type of humor as me. Otherwise, this stuff is not going to be funny to you at all. I mean, it could be a little funny. But would I really be enjoying myself if I were making jokes that weren't hilarious to me? Eh, maybe. Hmm. That's another something for me to think about. So, listen. I like to keep these things short. And I haven't done a podcast for a while. How far am I? Oh, I'm only eight minutes in. That's not bad. The theme of it all is if you could follow what your heart's desire is without worrying about other people's opinions and comments, what would you do differently? And as independent and as cocky and as sarcastic as I am, I am also very aware, like the mask thing. I'm very aware of, of, I realize I stop, I don't finish sentences, so I'm trying to make myself do that. I'm very aware of the fear or the wanting to avoid comments from other people. For instance, with the mask thing, I'm not afraid of the virus. I'm not saying it's not real. I, I had COVID and I, you know, people have died. I get it. But I personally am not afraid of the virus. I'm What I'm afraid of is people yelling at me about my mask. I'm 47-year-old grown-ass man, and sometimes I wear my mask in a small business just because everyone else is. At least for now. I mean, the mask thing is coming to an end, it looks like. But when I really question myself, why am I doing this? It's because I don't want to be talked to. When I'm at the gym, I don't want anyone to talk to me. Unless I'm doing something horribly wrong, just... Never mind about my posture or my form. And I'm not saying this is a good thing about me. But the point is, I'm a very sarcastic, cock, cocky, sometimes confident person. And I hate having to be corrected. So, if I'm feeling that, and I feel like I'm a confident person, what's it like for people who aren't confident I don't know it's probably worse so yeah it's like I have to remind myself and I try to do it daily to my old psychology professor used to call it breaking mental set you have to break mental set Um, which to me is like of course thinking outside the box but it's a, it is a good practice, though. So, if I could, what am I? If I could do anything I want, what would it be? And what am I willing to do realistically? Like my old, one of my old players in the band. I may have told you a story before, but I, I was like, as far as goals go, I said I just want to be one of the bigger bands in the UP, Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And he's laughed. He's like, dude. <laughs> You got to think bigger than that, man. The UP is not that great. And that wasn't, you know, I know the UP isn't LA, okay? But it's also, that was a realistic goal, something I could reach for. And I will remind you of this story. Um, I, I, always, I always say I'm going to butcher it and bastardize it, but here's my bastardized story with the, the lesson is still the same. Scientists put 
a light bulb hanging in a room. And they had kids in there, more kids stories. And uh, they would, if they hung the light bulb at approximately 10 feet or whatever it was, don't, don't quote me on the feet. The kids would try to reach up and touch the, you know, bang the light bulb or like it was on a string is what I picture. And they'd see if they could like smack the light bulb. Nobody told them to. They just, like they had the kids in there for another reason, but they wanted to watch them. And so they would see how many kids would jump up and try to touch that light bulb. If the light bulb was too high up, the kids never tried. But if it was pretty high up, but they thought, well, maybe I have a chance. They would, they would go for it. And that's kind of how I looked at, like, that goal of being the biggest band in the UP. We're not the biggest band in the UP. Um, but it was something that I'm like, okay, that is something I can believe in. And if you, here's a big thing. As big as the Magic Room. Whatever dream goal you have, and this seems like common sense, you have to really believe that you can achieve it. Otherwise, you're not even going to try. So I have to think to myself, like, what do I know I could do if I just put my mind to it? And that keeps things grounded for me. And I want you to ask yourself that. Like, what what goals do you have that, you know, it's kind of like a baby step goal. And one last term I came up with all by myself was headlight goals. And... The meaning behind headlight goals is if you see something, well, I'll tell you the analogy first. You can drive from New York to California in the dark, complete dark, if you have headlights. Headlights only give you one to 200, 100 to 200 feet of distance at a time, right? But you can drive all the way there with just 100 to 200 feet at a time. So what I call headlight goals are something where you're like, I don't know if this is the right answer, but it feels like I'm going in the right direction. And sometimes that's all you have, because what do we really know in this world? Not that much. You know your name. You're pretty sure the sun's going to come out tomorrow. I guess you could say you know that. But when you ask yourself, what do I know? It's easier said than done to be like, oh, I know this, I know that, I know it. You don't. Do you really know that? So... That's where I'm at right now is I feel like I'm in a new chapter of my life. And I'm looking at like, what is it I want to do? Like, what do I want to do? Where do I want to be? Who do I want to hang out with? What kind of relationships do I want to have with people? What are my goals for the band? What kind of things do I want to do that make me happy? And that's what I realized. All roads point to Florida instead of LA. Because like I said, the whole... The lockdowns, the homelessness, all of it. And it's not forever, you know. Maybe I'll get to Florida and be like, dude, screw this place. I'm going back to L.A. <laughs> or whatever. But um, it's exciting. And, you know, I'm not getting any younger. So might as well do it now. No, listen, I'm going to wrap this up. It's been over 15 minutes. I'm going to talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening. Bye.